0: Don't wait to so over. Wait. Don't wait to struggle in. Shout, shout out, shout out, right now, shout out. Ooh. Shout out. Ooh. Don't wait to make. Welcome to the Philip Show. Grab your coffee if you have some. If you don't, we'll just judge you later. But if you are tuning in for the first time, my name is Philip O'Rourke, and here. We talk about identity and who you are and what does that mean and how did you get to where you are. You hear me say it a lot of times, you know, everybody has a story. So you don't have to be in a particular space to have an incredible story because the fact of the matter is we all have a journey. And somehow along the way, we formulated all these dots to get to where we are. And all of a sudden, it's dynamic. So if you if you're literally joining in for the first time, you know that I enjoy marketing and I enjoy branding. And part of a lot of the things that I do, we talk about the who, and we talk about why we make this, the choices that we make. And when it comes to branding, a lot of times we're going to hear today the question of who is speaking, who is representing this, what is the image, what is the voice, where does this come from, and who is delivering this message. So I'm super excited that you're here today because we have an awesome guest with his work featured in national ad campaigns and the winner of the North American Cosmoprof brand Trendsetter of the Year Award two times in a row and known for his creative direction, brand design, and the ability to form strategic partnerships from arc2culture.com. Please welcome a creative with a purpose, Kyle Frazier. Kyle. Hey, nice to meet you.
1: Well, you know, we met obviously earlier, so this is great. This is on camera.
0: All right, this this is our on camera meeting. And for um, and before we get started, for those of you who also don't know, if you're just joining in, I'll give you all of the tools. You can go to philipwork.com to learn more and learn more about Kyle. But what I love about this particular connection is that we connected on LinkedIn. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. And that's amazing to me. So for those people out there who are listening, who are getting into either your niche or whatever, LinkedIn is a really great um, platform. This isn't. A, I'm not. A, this isn't page commercial, but um, it's a great um, platform to connect. Kyle, man, what's going on?
1: All types of good stuff. Um, just kind of getting the uh, the agency rolling, working with clients. Um, you know, doing interviews like this. So yeah. it's, it's, it's been a blessing. It's been really, really, really blessing. So um, yes. just excited for um, things as they as they happen and things as they unfold for sure.
0: Yeah. And I know at the beginning, we talked um, kind of a blizzard about your um, your bullet points of work, some of the key categories. Um, overall, when I see a lot of the things you're doing online, when I read a lot about you, you're very creative and Ooh, you yeah. have um, a creative element to almost everything that you do. Have you always been creative, creative? and if not, when did it just like switch and be like, hey, <laughs>
1: Well, I mean, I'll say for sure, like I've always been creative, I would say um, I started out like, you know, like most creative start, um, just basically like drawing as much stuff as I could, Um, you know, just really did a really good job of evolving that, Um, got into street art, graffiti, things like that, ended up at an internship with Adidas uh, Mm. from, you know, just being able to draw and started learning design. And so once I started learning design from you know professional footwear designers, I've always had a love for footwear. So I'm a sneakerhead by by nature. Oh, yeah? So that, that just you know it was it was kismet you know to really be in that space with all of the creatives at that time at Adidas and really be able to work on projects and see how things were done behind the scenes was phenomenal for me. So mm-hmm. uh, that was where my career you know basically began and then um, after you know just kind of being in an industry and working with different brands up until that point i then ended up starting an entrepreneurial journey which was with the men's grooming brand and so from there i really started getting into the branding of things and so mm-hmm. that really opened me up to being more of a creative problem solver because you know as a startup business you pretty much have to do everything on your own you know as yeah. far as like posting uh you know relationship building uh, pumping, packing, and, pack and shipping product—you know—so you know, just anything and everything, meetings, all of that stuff. So it was, it was, uh, it was definitely a, a educational uh, period of time for me, and so it gave me the opportunity to really be able to, um, I guess, explore the fact of
0: of really looking
1: at branding through the creative lens as well.
0: Yeah, I know a lot of people, um, branding and marketing in particular, is very elusive to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. They don't really know what it is. They see the bells, they see the whistles, and a lot of times branding is a very visual to a lot of people. It's like, oh, and I think I saw one of your posts or um, on LinkedIn, and you were talking about, you know, branding is more than a logo. You know yeah. what? What do you what do you mean? And how does that weave itself into how you are strategic with your clients?
1: Sure. So you know the the thing is is I think. I think everybody understands marketing. I think branding yes. is, is a little bit more of a, um, a nuanced understanding for most people. So what I try to do is I try to say marketing is awareness and you know really branding is relationship building, right? It's, it's, it's those deep you know, questions that you're asking to really get a chance to get to know the person or the brand, right? Mm-hmm. And so what happens with, with a client or a customer or an audience is that Marketing will bring them to the table. You know, they'll they'll be able to see a marketing moment because it's being, you know, um, presented to them in a way that allows them to, you know, be aware of it. Right. And okay. then it's up to the brand to create the brand story to, you know, deepen the relationship with the consumer. Right. So that's ultimately what you want to do. You want to bring them in uh, with with the marketing and then you also want to tell your story with the branding so that you create the deep. Uh, relationship that you need to have for, you know, for, for there to be a connection for
0: years. I mean, that's ultimately the goal. Yeah. A lot of times people, um, you explain that, um, really well. And for some reason, every time I think of branding and I think of, um, marketing and how it's changed over time, I think of the storytelling, like you were saying, but in my mind, it reminds me of car commercials. And I've <laughs> said, i said it before because Somewhere along the line, I think um, commerce has started to brand itself kind of like a nonprofit where nonprofits have to tell a story. We have to sell you on either the issue or the heartstrings behind it or what have you. But commerce was a lot more of like what the nuts and bolts is this, it's this, it's this. But then all of a sudden you have these car commercials that are telling the story of how the child just wants to go to sleep (laughs) you know, and the families, Going into the woods or whatever, when you come into like branding situations, you know, how do you, and this might be um, arc to culture, it might be a, a good way to kind of talk about that, but how do you help somebody pull their story out to make it remain authentic and not just sort of a formulation of what I think I want these people to know, do, or see? Sure, that's a really good question.
1: So, you know, when we work with clients, uh, you know, at all levels, um, what we're really trying to do is is get a, an a under, an understanding from the standpoint of feature versus benefit, right? And so, features are obviously going to be, you know, just basically the specs of of what they do. So, you know, the person is, you know, a real estate agent, or a person is, you know, involved and they they want to sell, you know, apparel. And so mm. the specs of the apparel is is what we're you know what they're talking about in terms of of, of features, but the mm-hmm. benefits is like you know this is what this garment makes me feel like when I wear it. You know yeah. this is you know touching me at a different level, and so it creates a deeper you know connection and a and a relationship. So ultimately, what we really want to do is we really want to you know look at it from a two prong point of view: one being you know feature, and one being benefit.
0: Mm your um your brand um arc to culture Mm -hmm. tell me about that and what it what is (laughs)
1: sure so you know we started uh to culture i have a partner my partner's name is uh damon white so shout out to damon he's not here right now but he's definitely here in spirit um we started out you know pretty organically um you know both of us have different you know uh, complementary skill sets I was looking to get back into the industry a little bit uh, from the standpoint of really looking at the opportunity. I'm sorry. Here we go. Okay, perfect. I was looking at the opportunity to you know to figure out what I wanted to do with my entrepreneurial journey uh, when I did the men's grooming brand. And so what we ended up doing uh, was we we partnered after really going into a relationship with with our first client, which was Target. So we developed the relationship started doing pipeline work with them for their their mentorship program. So they have an accelerator program uh, that's really uh, around impact and diversity and inclusion, right? And so what we wanted to do was we wanted to add value to that. So what we started doing is we started um, proposing different brands that we knew of in our ecosystem that could be a really good fit. So Ooh. the first cohort, I think they took seven out of the 10 that we suggested. And then the second cohort, they did the same. So we were like, yo, there's something here. Like we, you know, we, we have to figure out a way to transact with Target. So that was, that was the goal. Um, the guy that we talked to who's been a tremendous help for us is uh, Spencer Walker. So shout out to him. You know, he's a tremendous guy. And so what he basically, you know, suggested is like, hey, look, why don't you guys take a look at, you know, becoming you know more formalized as far as like being an agency or what have you. We were like, okay, cool. You know, so then with my branding background, it's just kind of like let's see what what we can do as far as like being able to formulate an agency that makes sense. So you know, what we decided to do was focus in on like culturally led events because I feel that that's a a UVP, a unique value proposition for us, mm-hmm. and it allows us to be, really be able to um, create a point of difference in the space. Of other agencies and things of that nature, and really work with be becoming a bridge or an arch, right? Which is what we, what why we named ourselves Arctic Culture as well, is because what we want to do is we want to connect the dots and we want to create a bridge from one, uh, the the corporation to two, the actual um, culture, and then also um, startup businesses or emerging brands, and so that's you know primarily what we focus a, a lot of our um, attention on. And so that's basically how we started the business.
0: Wow! A lot of people have a hard time. Listen, a lot of people have a hard time starting. There's no short. There's no shortage, if you will, of dreams. There's no <laughs> yeah. shortage of intentions. You know, there's no shortage of like, hey, I wish that. Um, but uh, but a lot of times, getting started and knowing where to start are really pivotal and okay? kind of triple oh snap on, who is it who is it who is it just, we oh, did sorry. it it was me we did it <laughs> you, got, you got a chance to get
1: a coffee break in
0: that's- yeah get a coffee break they get business calls in the middle of you know that's when you're busy that's when you're busy but uh but people it's hard to get started and um and i know you have a lot of Um, experience building your own brand, but also helping people to build brands and being a resource for them. One of the questions that I have for you is when do people decide that they need someone of your caliber to come alongside them and help them kind of figure it out or get some branding recommendations or something? When is it time for somebody in their lane or their journey to say, hey, I really need to flip the switch and reach out and get this kind of support. Sure. Um, what I would say is it's probably a couple different
1: um, entry points, right? Or depending on, you know, where you're at in your business, just kind of like anxiety, right? Like the mm-hmm. anxiety of, of knowing that you need to scale the business, knowing that you're ready either to go into retail or that you're ready to to really figure it out, right? And I think that the big thing, you know, for most of our clients really is is in knowing when they're ready to, you know, from an emerging brand point of view, and then also from a corporation standpoint, just kind of understanding that, like there's even an agency like ours and and there are others as well, but, you know, the the bottom line is, is to really be able to add value and add value in a very authentic way, I think is important. Um, one of the things that I say about like a lot of our clients is they're going to need more help, not less, as we continue to do the work that we do with them. So a lot of this is about ecosystem and building relationships. So uh, I would say like the first year for us was really just about building those relationships. I think as we start to look at the the journey from a from a client point of view is if they're ready to go into retail, then, you know, then that's that's a really good time because that's like a uh, a very strong. Uh, landmark in the evolution of their brand. Uh, the second thing would be in terms of if they're ready to actually you know have a, a very comprehensive understanding of branding. Mm-hmm. And I think that those are probably the two biggest touch points for us from from an emerging brand point of view. I think the corporation side of the stuff that we do is you know when we partner with you know schools like Penn Lewis College, for instance, you know historically black college in Detroit. Um, you know, one of the other uh, people that we have partnered with for Black History Month was Shan Zuckerberg, um, the initiatives that she has uh, going on with her nonprofit. So okay. I think that there, you know, there are ways to be able to work with, you know, different corporations as well. Um, so I, I would say that as long as the individual or, or the group Really sees value in authentic relationships, and really just you know kind of unpacking that bag from a branding point of view, and then also from a authenticity point of view. That that's when we would you know be the most benefit to come in and help.
0: You're you lean on authenticity a lot because I was going about to come to that. You're, you you lean on that a lot, and I would just want to unpack that a little bit. Why is authenticity so important, and how do people keep missing it? It, enough so that you make it a focus.
1: Sure. So, I think, you know, to be honest, when I first started in 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 this business, right, the, you know, working as a creative in in a corporate environment, a lot of what we did was behind the scenes. It wasn't, you know, something that was, you know, kind of front-facing. Social media wasn't necessarily a, a big thing at that point. So, I think what's happened with social media is that now everyone, you know, upwards into um, including influencers have a very strong space uh, in regards to being able to, you know, show what they're doing, show their work, show the process. And, and more consumers are really concerned with having that deep, authentic relationship. So I think that's what's really happening is, is that, you know, from a from a, a brand point of view, the brand is being, I guess, coerced or, or coaxed into by their client, by their audience, into giving, you know, them more. Give us more of a story. Let us know, you know, the the, the details. Like, give us the tea, you know. So, and I, and I think that with within that, you know, comes a, a, a level of trust that, that is built um, that's really the foundation for most brands and most relationships. So, I think the best way to understand brand building is really understanding, like, how do you want to build a relationship? So if we're going to build this by trust with trust first, then that's how we, you know, how we start. We start with what are our goals? What are our objectives? What's our why? You know, why are we doing this? You know, the again, you know, feature versus benefit and just really understanding like, you know, ultimately, yes, like we're in business to make money, but at the end of the day, like, was there another reason why we started this business? Was there another reason why we created this brand? Was there another reason why we became a founder? And so I think that those are very important, um, you know, stories to be able to tell that allow the consumer to really understand, you know, and feel closer and feel connected to the brand. I think one of the biggest things that kind of came out of the last year was the movie Air when it aired, um, you know, pun intended. So it was the movie with Nike and it was kind of like it wasn't their origin story, but what it was was it was it was the signing of Michael Jordan. And so what that did for their brand was, you know, phenomenal. And the fact that they, you know, paid homage to so many different people, Um, a mentor of mine was, you know, Peter Moore. So, you know, that was really cool to see that they, you know, paid homage to him as well. Um, You know, and then obviously all of the other people that were involved in it. Um, So I just think that those are stories that need to be told about, you know, what great brands really bring to the table. And great brands have those stories. Um, I think one of the things that we've seen, um, in current years have been all of, the, all of the Marvel comic stories that have really been told through the lens of, of film, right? These were all, you know, uh, cartoons or, or comic strips and they all have very um, elaborate stories behind them. And yeah. so you can read all of that, but then at the same time, you could also come in as a newbie and, and also still be able to get the same value out of it. And it might make you wanna go and read those, those issues as well.
0: Yeah, I'm thinking through all the Marvel comments I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, um, you mentioned, you know, people's why and knowing what the whys are. You've had, um, you know, you've had tremendous success and you're the two time recipient of the Trendsetter of the Year Award. It, so that means that there's something about yeah. you and your work that's worthy of recognition. What is your why?
1: Oh, that's really easy. Um, I just think that it's, to be honest, I think that the universe gives, you know, a lot of us ideas. And I think that it's not singular ideas for a purpose. But I do think that there's, you know, it's up to us to decide to, you know, to to answer the call. Right. And I think that in, in the sense of my why, my why is to answer the call of the purpose that I have. And, you know, to be as authentic and, and live the life that I know that I'm, I'm living and not try to be someone else or try to live what what their value set or value system is and just really go about it from the standpoint of this is a unique, you know, uh, journey for me. Um, and it's not something that other people necessarily have to mimic, but mm-hmm. they just have to understand it as we do our storytelling. And just know, hey, you know what? Like, it wasn't easy, you know, for any of us. It wasn't easy for me. It's not easy for the next person. I think that, you know, what we do is we persevere. And we we try to do the best that we can um, with, with the time that we have. Yeah. So that's the kind of my
0: why. That's good. Have you thought about that? Because that was a good answer. No, thank you. I, I think about it a lot, to be honest. Yeah. With you.
1: Um, so, yeah.
0: <laughs> well, you know, whether it's, um, I, I wasn't saying it because it sounded scripted. Mm-hmm. I was saying it because you sounded very sure, you know, yeah. and, and yeah. that's uh, oftentimes the why is the di- most difficult thing to answer. And your answer was very, very, um, very, very on point. Good for you. I'm like, good for no, you. Thank man. you. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. So, so I know somebody's listening um, now <clears throat> and just kind of thinking, picking your brain, what are your top three I guess success tips that you would give someone who is interested in building a successful brand. What are the top three things that they need?
1: Well, I would say um, build trust. You know, that kind of goes back into my last post. I think it's big. You know, I think that you know moments that we you know tend to look at and just say, oh, you know, that was just a moment. It's not really a big thing. And I do that a lot too. You know, I, I definitely do that a lot. And what I find is that in those moments of just you know just Bringing it to the table and just you know posting about it or just having like a comment about it and saying you know generally speaking like how that made me feel I think that 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 creates the connection that people are looking for and that's a part of building trust. So I think that's big. I think consistency is another big thing. I think you know people think that branding is just going to happen overnight and and what it is is it's it's almost it's it's like compounding interest, right? So if you're very aware of like 401k, you know, when you look at it the first time you put the contribution in, you know, it doesn't look like it's very much, but over time and over years, what happens is, is that, you know, it just, it just, you know, turns the switch and, you know, you go from literally pennies to dollars to thousands. And so I think what, what the biggest takeaway for me in terms of, branding and marketing and posting and things like that is that as as long as we as long as we keep a consistency with it it'll start to pay off and i think that having a game plan about how you want to go and do it is is the most important thing and then you know lastly it's going to be definitely authenticity and transparency for you know to be completely honest so i think a lot of times people think that brands just have to be glossy and they they don't have to have it or show any flaws but as we know that that's not what, you know, was, was driving the, the movement in, in our culture today. What's driving the movement in our culture is that people wanna know how you got it done. Not so much that you got it done, but they wanna yeah. see how you got it done. They wanna see, you know, hey, you know what? Like you had a hard day and you made it work. Okay, that's great. Now, you know, I can root for you. And I think that those are the moments that, you know, really, if you can tap into those authentic moments and those transparency moments, I think that that gives your audience a chance to feel closer to you and be more connected to you and and more connected to the
0: brand for for sure. Yeah, authenticity huge, huge, and transparency. It's- you know, I mean, we can go on and on about transparency. Because so sometimes, what? Okay, in a in a short in a short answer, is there such thing as being too transparent as a brand? Yes.
1: Was that short enough? <laughs> <It> <laughs> was.
0: Okay. It I'm, I'm,
1: gonna, I'm gonna give an example, right? Okay. <laughs> um, just as just as some context and I'll keep it very brief. Okay. There's this there's this level of marketing that's called cringe marketing. Um I, I kind of like, you know, use it as a as a phrase just because it, it really it, it does exist. It it exists because People are showing things that you just cannot unsee. Like you're just like, whoa, like I just saw that. They just did that. Like they're saying this out loud and in public. So what it does is it creates the attention that you're asked that you're looking for, right? It creates the awareness. So from a marketing standpoint, it checks those boxes. But from a branding point of view, it kind of hurts your your brand long term, right? Because what happens is, is that because you bring the awareness, now that's a part of your brand. And if you ever think differently or you ever want differently, it, it's a lot to, you know, kind of, you know, backtrack in a lot of ways. So I think that, you know, people have to be very judicious about the way that they you know want to market and then the way that they want to brand. And I think those things need to mix more so than than be adversarial.
0: Mm, that's good. Yeah. And I think in the day um, that we're in now of social media. And uh, being able to see and have direct insight into everything, you know, as far as a person and how they choose to incorporate that into their brand. I think that having that sensitivity of, you know, what is too much, what is authentic, and what is just kind of like way, like, oh, hold up, <laughs> you know, that Please. might be, yeah, that might be cringe. It might be cringe. Okay, so I have some fun questions for you. Ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. Snickers or three Musketeers. Oh, I'm gonna go Snickers all day. Come on. Snickers. Um, cake or pie. Cake,
1: cake, easily, easily. Um, dogs or cats. Um, I'm a dog person. I I respect cats. I'm a Leo, so I respect cats. I
0: respect but cats. I, I no like
1: way. I would like to have a dog more than I would like to have a cat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. Uh, favorite movie. Wow. That's a really that's a really good question. You know what? I'm going to say in this in this season of my life, uh, Shawshank Redemption is probably
0: oh, a really good one. You're really? Just kind of digging in the crates.
1: Like a yeah.
0: uh, quick quick sidebar as to why Shawshank Redemption? I did not see that coming.
1: Well, you know the irony is that I mean, you know, when you put Morgan Freeman and you kind of have him narrating something, I mean, you've got magic. <laughs> there's, there's that right? Like, yeah, who's done God for crying out loud? You know? So, yeah. Yeah, um, I, I think that I think that the movie, you know, what, what really resonates with me is the fact that the adversity, right, that someone mm-hmm. goes through, and you know, the fact that them knowing that they're better than, you know, their their circumstance, mm-hmm. and them doing something about it, I think is 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 critical. It's critical to be your own hero in your own story, no matter what, no matter if people are beating you up, or abusing you, or whatever. I think it's really important for us to, you know, continue. To, to champion ourselves and be heroes of ourselves. Mm.
0: That's deep. <laughs> that was, Look, I'm processing. I'm like interviewing and processing at the same time. Like, no, that's, that's what's up. I love it. Yeah, okay, so this one, this one's for the culture. And this okay. is, um, I'm gonna get my um, get my finger on the eject button depending all on right. what you say. <laughs> all right, all right. Okay, Let's Brandy or Monica?
1: Branding or Monica? Brandy. Oh, I mean, you said for the culture, so then you just say Monica. Come on. Oh, that's just that how that works. works. Is that
0: how it works? Yeah. When you say for the culture, then it's then it's Monica. And you know, it would be. And if it was for something else, what would that something else be for Brandy?
1: I think if you just want to go, you know, more marketing, then you're gonna say mm. success-wise, and you go you go with Brandy, one hundred
0: percent. That was a good. <laughs> That was a good answer all right no eject no eject but you you get yeah that was a good answer that's a very uh pr answer loved it just saying i mean both of them are
1: great you know but um yeah you know don't only get the spot for the culture so (laughs) 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 that's so funny
0: kyle thank you so much for being here no, thank you,
1: Philip. This was amazing. I, I'm, I'm really glad that I, I, you called and and that I was able to show up and add some value. Hopefully, somebody got something out of this because, again, all I'm trying to do is get free game on my socials just to try to help people as much as I can. Um, one of the things is I just don't want to be a gatekeeper to the knowledge that I have. I want to, you know, be empty when it's time for me to go. So the bottom line is, is I'm just, I'm, I'm really just trying to add the value to other people and, and whatever they get out of it is, is tremendous.
0: Yeah, well definitely, you've added value today. So, you know, I appreciate you making time uh, to do that. Absolutely.
1: Thank you. Thank you, Philip. I appreciate you, bro.
0: Yeah. So listen, that is, um, that's Kyle. You're gonna have all this information, <coughs> excuse me, you have all the information um, on philiporourke.com. If you're listening, um, wherever you are, if you're watching wherever you are, go to philiporourke.com to learn more huge takeaway. And I'm so glad that it happened closer to the end because it gave me a lot to think about. Be the hero of your own story. What does that mean for you? Um, Whether you're in business, whether you're in branding, whether you're just a person just out here living your life. Again, you have a story. What is it? What is your journey? And what is your intentional impact on your own story? Nobody can make the the impact that you can by the choices that you make and the decisions that you make and one of the things that kyle said was um, relationship building is key so continue to build those relationships Um, thank you to kyle for coming on and as usual you are the best you in the world make sure you tune in next time to the phillips show philiparock.com for more i will see you next time